Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. It's all the news you want for your drive home. Angela Cocott brings you Calgary Today on News Talk 770. Call in long distance, toll free. 1-800-563-7770. Calgary Today is brought to you by Plumbing Paramedics. Just getting set up here at uh, Palace Theatre on Stephen Avenue, 8th Avenue and 2nd Street Southwest because later tonight the Calgary Chamber is hosting a mayoralty debate. We are going to see what the top candidates have to feel about when it comes to the economy, jobs. Zoe Addington is my guest and she is with the Chamber. And I just wanted to clarify because I was mentioning Janet Brown had conducted a poll and it was a sample of 300 Calgarians. And I was just getting confused with the one by Main Street, which was 1,000. So I uh, wanted to throw that out there because, you know, I mean, it's a it's a sample and uh, it depending on where you land in that sample, if you're ahead or behind, you always know campaigns will say, well, we don't like the methodology. So in the end, it's what happens on October 16th. Zoe, when we talk about the chamber and its plan and how it would like to see um, City Hall address such issues as spending and taxes, we often hear candidates say all right, where should we make some cuts then? If you, know, if you don't want any more increase in taxes, then we have to make cuts. What's the Chamber's stance when we hear that? So what we decided to do is rather than sort of uh, tell the city who uh, should be experts in what they do, where they should cut or, or worry about focusing on one industry or another, we, um, we used a national benchmarking study. It's a publicly available study called Municipal Benchmarking Network Canada, um, where they compared uh, cities across the country uh, in areas where they could improve efficiency. So, mm-hmm. you know, as we talked about, our, our primary, our first recommendation is around efficiency in spending, but also efficiency in process. So when you look at process, um, what we found is is we just chose four areas where we found that the city was significantly less efficient than, than uh, their equivalents in Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal. Uh, so, for example, operating costs for governance and corporate management. Uh, the city of Calgary was um, f- spent 5.8% of their operating budget went to governance and corporate management. Toronto was two po- Toronto was 2.6 and Ottawa was 2.7. So mm. even just, just looking at corporate governance and, and management, if, if we were the same as Toronto, the city would have saved $118 million last year. So we took a look at, there's, there's other parallels looking at uh, human resource costs, uh, garbage collection, Go to uh, human resources, vehicles. yeah. Because you know what? I know I have listeners who are saying it's the way the... You know, we give them money, so it's not as if we have a revenue problem, it's a spending problem. And so, especially when you're comparing us to other similar sized or major cities. Yeah, so I think uh, there was some pretty significant differences here. So Calgary human resource costs were 1599 per employee, and this was 13% higher than Toronto and 92% higher than Ottawa. So um, there's your labor. There's, uh, yeah, yeah, so okay. uh, full-time employees cost the city 2.6, uh, sorry, $26 million. And if these were brought down to 1000 per employee, which is still above the median for all cities, the city would have saved $9.8 million. And you know what, even saying that, because we often whether it be at the provincial level or the municipal level, people say, well, what, we're going to cut jobs? And and I think a 
lot of average people are saying, we're not talking about slashing jobs here, but we are talking about what they are paid and whether or not we can rein that in, still keep jobs and still have some savings. Uh, I was curious about the garbage one. Yes. So the garbage one, we we do sort of put a bit of qualifiers on it because uh, they don't sort of differentiate between uh, business garbage collection and municipal garbage collection. Uh, But right now, Calgary's garbage collection costs were 72% higher than Toronto and 70% more than Ottawa. Mm, Yeah. And so, as you say, I I don't know what the framework is in Toronto when you look at business versus residential. And finally, fleet. Yes, fleet vehicles. So uh, Calgary owned and operated 67% more fleet vehicles per capita than Toronto and 32% more than Ottawa. Uh, We pay more per kilometer than Toronto and Ottawa and uh, it costs Calgary 6% more for each kilometer driven than Toronto and 57% more than Ottawa. So those are things where you're talking about efficiency. It seems like yeah, the, it's, the low-hanging fruit ones. Absolutely. And Maybe I, not the labor as much. I know that's unions and everything else. But when we're, when we're even talking about fleet vehicles, that sounds like something that you could be looking at. Yeah, absolutely. And the human resource one is more focused on the administration. So this is getting into, you know, even just how it's administered. This isn't, you know, we're so absolutely this isn't talking about employees and unions or salaries or, or like unions that. or anything. This mm. is purely four areas where if we were more efficient in how we operated um, compared to, to peer cities, uh, there's a lot of, we, we could find a lot of improvements. So, so yeah, I've said it before, if there's one thing I love about this campaign and the state of the economy, it hasn't been great, but the timing of it has allowed Calgarians to say, how are things done right now? And maybe we have to be more engaged, more vocal, and it's an opportunity to go after your, whether your mayor or your councillors and say, how can we do things differently moving forward? Absolutely. And I think one of the things we really tried to highlight in this platform was to say, you know, how much we've changed in the last four years. So in 2013, this was an entirely different world. This was a different city. The biggest issues businesses were facing was how to find enough labor. Yeah. So I think what we're, what we tried to say is look at the, you know, when 2017 is a different world, we should be electing a council that reflects the concerns uh, that we see in 2017 versus 2013. Very interesting. Zoe, uh, you get off and continue on your organizing and uh, we look forward to listening in on the debate. Great. Thank you so much for having me. Zoe Addington. She's the Director of Policy Research and Government Relations with the Calgary Chamber. I want to take a break here because, yes, we are talking about the debate here at the Palace. And I want to talk with uh, the Canadian Federation of Independent Business because, as Zoe mentioned, when we're looking at business taxes and who's bearing a lot of uh, the, the load here, we are looking at businesses and small businesses in particular, how they have handled things over the last number of years. I'm Angela Cocott. You're listening to Calgary Today on News Talk 770. Just getting set up here at uh, Palace Theatre on Stephen Avenue, 8th Avenue and 2nd Street Southwest because later tonight the Calgary Chamber is hosting a mayoralty debate. We are going to see what the top candidates have to feel about when it comes to the economy, jobs. Zoe Addington is my guest and she is with the Chamber and I just wanted to clarify because I was mentioning Janet Brown had conducted a poll and it was a sample of 300 Calgarians and I was just getting confused with the one by Main Street which was a thousand so I uh, wanted to throw that out there because, you know, I mean, it's a it's a sample and uh, it depending on where you land in that sample, if you're ahead or behind, you always know campaigns will say, well, we don't like the methodology. So in the end, it's what happens on October 16th. Zoe, when we talk about the chamber and its plan and how it would like to see um, City Hall address such issues as spending and taxes, we often hear candidates say 
all right, where should we make some cuts then? If you know, if you don't want any more increase in taxes, then we have to make cuts. What's the chamber's stance when we hear that? So what we decided to do is rather than sort of uh, tell the city who uh, should be experts in what they do, where they should cut or or worry about focusing on one industry or another, we um, we used a national benchmarking study. It's a publicly available study called Municipal Benchmarking Network Canada, um, where they compared uh, cities across the country uh, in areas where they could improve efficiency. So, mm-hmm. you know, as we talked about, our, our primary, our first recommendation is around efficiency and spending, but also efficiency and process. So when you look at process, um, what we found is is we just chose four areas where we found that the city was significantly less efficient than, than uh, their equivalents in Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal. Uh, so, for example, operating costs for governance and corporate management. Uh, the city of Calgary was um, f- spent 5.8% of their operating budget went to governance and corporate management. Toronto was two po- Toronto was 2.6 and Ottawa was 2.7. So mm. even just, just looking at corporate governance and, and management, if, if we were the same as Toronto, the city would have saved $118 million last year. So we took a look at, there's, there's other parallels looking at uh, human resource costs, uh, garbage collection, Go to uh, human resources, vehicles. yeah. Because you know what? I know I have listeners who are saying it's the way the you know, we give them money, so it's not as if we have a revenue problem, it's a spending problem. And so, especially when you're comparing us to other similar-sized or major cities. Yeah, so I think uh, there was some pretty significant differences here. So, Calgary Human Resource costs were... 1,599 per employee and this was 13% higher than Toronto and 92% higher than Ottawa. So um, there's your labor. There's Yeah. 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 So okay. uh, full-time employees cost the city 2.6, uh, sorry, 26 million. And if these were brought down to a thousand per employee, which is still above the median for all cities, the city would have saved $9.8 million. And you know what, even saying that, because we often, whether it be at the provincial level or the municipal level, people say, well, what, we're going to cut jobs. And, and I think a lot of average people are saying, we're not talking about slashing jobs here, but we are talking about what they are paid and whether or not we can rein that in, still keep jobs and still have some savings. Uh, I was curious about the garbage one. Yes. So the garbage one, we, we do sort of put a bit of qualifiers on it because uh, they don't sort of differentiate between uh, business garbage collection and municipal garbage collection. Uh, but right now, Calgary's garbage collection costs were 72% higher than Toronto and 70% more than Ottawa. Mm, yeah. And so, as you say, it, I, I don't know what the framework is in Toronto when you look at business versus residential. And finally, fleet. Yes, fleet vehicles. So uh, Calgary owned and operated 67% more fleet vehicles per capita than Toronto and 32% more than Ottawa. Uh, We pay more per kilometer than Toronto and Ottawa and uh, it costs Calgary 6% more for each kilometer driven than Toronto and 57% more than Ottawa. So those are things where you're talking about efficiency. It seems like yeah, uh, the low-hanging fruit ones. Absolutely. And Maybe I, not the labor as much. I know that's unions and everything else. But we're, when we're even talking about fleet vehicles, that sounds like something that you could be looking at. Yeah, absolutely. And the human resource one is more focused on the administration. So this is getting into, you know, even just how it's administered. This isn't, you know, we're so absolutely this isn't talking about employees and unions or salaries or, or like unions that. or anything. This mm. is purely four areas where if we were more efficient in how 
we operated um, compared to, to peer cities, uh, there's a lot of, we, we could find a lot of improvements. So. so I've said it before, if there's one thing I love about this campaign and the state of the economy, it hasn't been great, but the timing of it has allowed Calgarians to say, how are things done right now? And maybe we have to be more engaged, more vocal, and it's an opportunity to go after your, whether your mayor or your councillors and say, how can we do things differently moving forward? Absolutely. And I think one of the things we really tried to highlight in this platform was to say, you know, how much we've changed in the last four years. So in 2013, this was an entirely different world. This was a different city. The biggest issues businesses were facing was how to find enough labor. Yeah. So I think what we what we tried to say is look at the, you know, when 2017 is a different world, we should be electing a council that reflects the concerns uh, that we see in 2017 versus 2013. Very interesting. Zoe, uh, you get off and continue on your organizing and mm-hmm. uh, we look forward to listening in on the debate. Great. Thank you so much for having me. Zoe Addington, she's the Director of Policy Research and Government Relations with the Calgary Chamber. want to take a break here because, yes, we are talking about the debate here at the Palace. And I want to talk with uh, the Canadian Federation of Independent Business because, as Zoe mentioned, when we're looking at business taxes and who's bearing a lot of uh, the, the load here, we are looking at businesses and small businesses in particular, how they have handled things over the last number of years. I'm Angela Cocott. You're listening to Calgary Today on News Talk 770.